know who you are? Do you know who you are fucking with? Do you know the access to weapons, money, and power that we have? We will fucking kill you! Check, check, one, two, one, two. Coming to you live and direct. This is Flavor Fresh. My name is Vic, coming out of Queens. I live in Long Beach. And I'm here doing my first podcast. I'm here to talk about who I am, what I'm doing locally, and how I got to be where I'm at right now, and why we need help to make more things happen. All right, first things first. My name is Vic, 43 years old. I live in Long Beach, California. I'm from Jamaica, Queens, New York. Came out here like 19 years ago. January 30th, 2020 is when we're recording this. So, uh, why a fucking podcast? Why a podcast? Yo, we got to talk to people. We got to get out there and get people to listen. And podcasting now, it seems to be the way a lot of people get their information. I truly believe the mainstream media, the way we get, we were used to getting our information is dead. It's a profit driven model that will not help us get information about the powerful people and the, the decisions they make to bring us to where we at. I think we need to change. I think the 99% should be benefiting from all the resources we have to share, but we'll get into that. I started listening to podcasts like 10 years ago, if not longer, like Joe Rogan, The Read. Let me just open up the podcast app right now. Yeah. So these shows that I listen to, it all changes. All right. Yeah. Found My Fitness. That's Rhonda Patrick. I found her through Joe Rogan. There's the Art of Charm. Two dudes trying to like tell you how to be like a better person, basically. First, they came off on some relationship, pickup artist type of thing. And then they delved more into like personal growth. I listen to Majority Report, Hardcore History, Young Turks, The Read, Joe Rogan, Bunch of Comedians, The Daily Zeitgeist, The Friend Zone, Chapo, Rev Left, Antifada, Zero Books, Michael Brooks, The Dig, Yo, Is This Racist, Come Town, Eyes Left, The Glenn Show. Yeah. I listen to a bunch of lefty podcasts, and honestly, there's not that many POC putting out content. Ghetto News Network pretty much inspired me to do what I'm doing right now. Listening to Michael Brooks and going to go see his live show inspired me to do what I do right now. Big Waz met the brother, realized he's a Haitian like I'm a Haitian. We grew up in the same part of town, went to the same high school. And he's doing his thing at Counter Dings. So I feel I got something to bring to this podcast world. Yeah, a little angry, a little lefty, but that's me. All right, so now you know who I am. 
what I listen to, a little history. Like my whole teens was pure suburbia fuckery. Went to a Catholic high school and was fully in. I was in a, sort of funny to admit it, I was in a Right to Life club in high school. Yeah, the Right to Life club. Uh-huh. Like Mr. Cronin, sociology teacher, super religious guy, was the one organizing the Right to Life club. And yeah, he saw something in me that he wanted to put out there. There's some like public access footage of me in high school talking BS about a woman's body and the Bible and all sorts of things. Obviously misinformed and totally believed the BS of the Bible. But I digress. That was my teens. And through like, you know, getting high, experimenting with drugs, figuring out like, oh, I got high and I'm not all, I'm not an addict. Oh, I know people who did cocaine and they just seem to be fine going on their lives. One hit of crack doesn't make you an addict. So all the things they were telling me in high school and elementary school was bullshit. And that's when I started to question the myths that people were teaching me and where these myths came from and the obvious bullshit that's all around us. But still being young enough in high school to realize, no, my aunt who's gay is not going to hell because you said so. Period. If Jesus, if Jesus is who he, <clears throat> if Jesus from the Bible, the man that I read about is down with prostitutes and poor people, he'd be down with the people on Skid Row, with the trans people. He'd be a fucking socialist. It's obvious he'd be a socialist. And I dare any Christian to tell me different. So seeing through the bullshit opened up my eyes. But still being super young, experimenting, basically an alcoholic all throughout my 20s, fucked up in school, went to college, failed out of college, pledged a fraternity, a white fraternity. My whole upbringing was definitely middle class, suburbia, and that was my world. That was my world. My parents put me in to give me the best, what they thought was the best chance to make it in this in this fucking world they came from. They're from Haiti. And they left Haiti in the 60s to come here. I don't blame them. I'm lucky to be born where I'm born and to who I was born to. Alright? So, most of my 20s, just a blur. Bunch of bullshit. A bunch of drugs, alcohol, not giving a fuck. Not thinking, what the fuck am I going to do with myself? So... I started going to film school. Yeah, I went to film school, Borough Manhattan Community College. After all the schools that I failed out of, Oneonta, twice, Queens College, Borough of Queens, Queens Borough Community College, finally found myself at Borough Manhattan Community College in the CUNY system. I loved it. I fucking loved it. I finally found something to go to school for. I was excited to go to school. I was excited to talk about films. I was excited to learn the film process and to 
get my career going. For the first time in my life, I saw what the rest of my life could be. I had something. I had some hope. I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll do this. I'll be a fucking sound guy. I love recording. I love working with mics. I've always have worked with mics, worked in studios in the past. So I'm like, fuck it. I'll do this. I'm all in on this film school. Uh, so my second semester at Borough Manhattan Community College, I don't get my financial aid check. Like three, two, three weeks in the semester, no check. I'm not working, so I'm depending on financial aid to help me through the school year. So I go to the financial aid office, and they're like, yo, you need 12 credits towards your degree to qualify for financial aid. I'm like, yeah, no doubt. I'm taking 12 credits. Here you go. What's up? Where's my money? And they're like, no, 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 no. This health class you're taking Tuesday mornings, that does not qualify. You need to pick from one of these other health classes. I was like, oh, no doubt. Picked another health class. It was open. Got in there. Bang, bang, all good. The next Tuesday, wake up to go to school. Oh, shit. It's 9-11. The Twin Towers, one of them was on fire. And we all know what happened 9-11. And my school was literally in the same complex of the World Trade Center. So I had no school to go to. They shut down the school and gave everybody B's. And that was that. They were supposed to open up again, got delayed. And by that point, I was just a bouncer in New York City, working at a bar, Uncle Ming's, if you guys ever heard of it, legendary, working in a bar, up to no good. My life was just about drugging girls and not drugging girls, but like me drugging and chasing girls and drinking and nothing positive and nothing towards the future. Even in that state, I realized, yo, I can't, this can't go on. This really just can't go on as is. Had a couple homies who moved out to Cali and they're like, yo, you should come out here. We'll do some music, get away. We'll try to do some indie hip hop out here. Indie rap at the time was pretty big. The homies were in the industry already. It was like, fuck it. Left New York against my parents' advice. My grandma was the only one who was like, yo, fuck it. Go. Why stay? If you don't want to stay, go. Just like she left Haiti, she advised me to fucking go to California. So I did. Ended up here with the homies. And yeah, struggled. Shit sucked. <laughs> Almost homeless. Bad relationships. Got a, got a full-time job at a record store. And I was like, oh, okay. Finally, some stability after like years and years of just fucking up through my 20s and my 30s, realizing that I could have a career. And while at this job, this retail job, with health insurance, was, wasn't that bad. Not a lot of money, but I had health insurance. I met someone who was like, yo, you should go to film school. You love movies and talk about movies, this, that, and the other. And I was like, yeah, you know, I did go to film school, but 9-11, blah, blah, blah happened. So I went to Los Angeles City College and set up an appointment to go take a tour. I took a tour and I realized, yeah, this is where I want to be. So went through there, got my certificates, finished up, quit my day job, and I've been freelance ever since. And that's my career. I work freelance, tons of free time, 
chasing different jobs. It is what it is. So that's where I'm at now. So why am I doing this podcast? Why, why, why? Well, after 2016, activated, Bernie, you know it, realizing that, yo, the system is fucked up. We need to change the system. And through podcasts, like straight up, just listening through podcasts and educating myself with books, Jacobin, ABCs of Capitalism, realizing like, yo, there's only one check against this system, and that's people power. The only way to really harness people power is through organizing, like literal organizing. And that's how I went to DSA and been a DSA member for over a year now, a dues-paying member, and realizing, okay, I'm in a space now that we see what the problem is. Before, I knew there was a problem, but I could not identify the problem. I had no skill set to identify the problem. Now I could identify the problems with the education I got through DSA, with the education I got through different podcasts and a few books I've read, reading Karl Marx and being like, oh, shit, this motherfucker was on to something. He was on to something. Like, he was so ahead into the future, it was ridiculous. And that's one thing you can't front on that I'm going to say again and again and again. Time tells the truth. Over time, we really get to understand something. Just like in the moment, it's hard to understand. Like with hip-hop, growing up in the 90s, in New York, in the thick of it, every Tuesday, going out to go buy CDs of new music and being like, oh, this is dope. This is live. This is fresh. It's 30 fucking years later, and we're still listening to that same fucking music. Why? Because it was dope. That's why. Hip-hop changed this country, changed the culture, and I was there, but didn't realize it at the time until I'm like 20 years later working at a record store. And a 15-year-old comes up to me talking Biggie, talking Biggie lyrics, and wants to have a conversation about Biggie lyrics. Yeah, that's when I'm just like, damn, this hip-hop shit is for real. Uh, where was I? I don't know. But to get back to DSA, so yeah, so now I'm in DSA Long Beach. Found myself in Long Beach. Came here, I had a kid four years ago. So 2016, having a kid, Hillary being a shit show, realizing that Obama, that hope and change was a load of shit. That drone bomber was killing brown people all up and down the Middle East while he was out here shucking and driving for hope and change. Now him and fucking Michelle are giving fucking huge speeches, making tons of fucking money. Like, what the fuck? And where's the hope and change, homie? My nigga, where's the hope and change? Hmm? Where is it? Did you find hope and change? I didn't get any hope and change. I got sold a bill, of goods, a bill of goods. Just like the motherfuckers who voted for Donald Trump. After eight years of Obama, nothing fucking changed in their life. If, if anything, things got worse. And they had a, a face to put the anger to it. Because that motherfucker Obama did nothing for them like he did shit for black folks. What he did for brown folks, he set up the system that Donald Trump now uses to separate families at the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He perpetuated that shit. But like, I ain't know that during the eight years while he was president. I wasn't informed enough. I wasn't looking at the right sources. But now, through podcasts, that's why we're here. 
I found this organization. By this organization, I mean DSA. I mean volunteering for Bernie. I mean realizing that organization is how it's going to happen. And that's my fucking gospel right now. It's to organize, organize, organize. What do we do against this? We got to organize, bro. What do we do against this? We got to organize. The first step to uh, action is anger. You get pissed. What are you going to do? You can't go out there and break laws because you're pissed. Well, we got to organize and understand how do we use this emotional energy for good. Yeah, yeah. So, I'll be focusing on Long Beach politics, Long Beach City Council, what's going on in Long Beach. Long Beach has two ports and Long Beach has oil, fucking oil coming from the ground. So much oil that Signal Hill used to be part of Long Beach and they were like, oh, fuck that. They just made their own little city within Long Beach and called Signal Hill and they hoard all those resources. Why? Why do those motherfuckers get to do that? Because of where they were born? Like, what the fuck? How is that fair? Oil comes from the ground, but these motherfuckers are making profits off it. That ain't right. With all the fucking oil and refineries happening in Long Beach, why are gas prices so high in Long Beach? That shit don't make sense. And that's basically where I'm coming from. Like, I'm not an academic. I learn through podcasts, reading articles, and forming my own opinion and changing my values and decolonizing my fucking mind to realize that this whole shit, the system that I brought into, the white picket fence, the work hard and everything will be okay, is a load of shit. My parents came here in the 60s, were able to go to school for dollars per credit, get careers, work for the city of New York, have a pension, get a house, send their kids to college, and live their lives. Two immigrants from Haiti right now could not do the same thing and work twice as hard, put twice as many man hours or people hours into it. And pardon me, I'm going to be gendering like a motherfucker and I'm going to correct myself because I'm still evolving and changing. It is what it is. Like, I apologize if I say the wrong things or come off the wrong way, but that's not in my heart to hate. I try not to. Even those motherfuckers with those red fucking MAGA hats on, I try not to hate. Because we are people and we need their help. Because like, we wouldn't have shit if we didn't work together. Like, organize and working together is what we need to do, in my opinion, to get some fucking change. Yeah, yeah. So, it's Bernie. It's DSA. It's organize. Listening to other podcasts. It's critiquing the media. I'm not going to be doing some new shit day to day. What's in the headlines? It's January 30th, 2020. Impeachment don't mean shit. Impeachment don't mean shit. It's a distraction. The only reason they impeach this motherfucker because they went after Joe Biden. Come on now. There's a trillion things we could impeach Donald Trump over. So many things. Emoluments. Come on. Emoluments. He's fucking separating kids from cages. Kids from their families putting kids in cages. Come on. There's so many fucking things this dude could get impeached over. But when you go after another powerful person like Joe Biden's corrupt motherfucking son, 
that's when the impeachment comes down. At first, I was paying attention to it. Now it's like, it's nothing. I ain't going to do shit. Just like the Mueller report. What happened with all that? Nothing happened. All that political and emotional energy spent on this fucking report and nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. When you got motherfuckers like Ted Cruz who gets insulted, Trump insults his wife, says his pops killed JFK, and then six months later, you're sucking Trump's dick, you're a fucking punk. And when you have punks in the GOP who aren't willing to stand up for shit, all we have left are electoral politics to get people out of office. The way the founding fathers wrote this shit, if, some, if the president gets out of line, you impeach him. But to do that, you got to have some sort of fucking backbone. It can't just be lock and step. Whatever Trump says, you guys do. What the fuck? Crowd sizes? He had, he had the biggest crowd size. Get the fuck out of here. Trump is a shit talker from Queens. I dealt my whole life with shit talkers from Queens. It's bullshit. But that's the language America speaks. Shit talking from Queens? All right, we could do that. I could do that. Yeah, no doubt. We could get down that way. That's how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be. Cool. And that's another reason I'm doing this. We got a shit talker from Queens in the fucking White House talking mad shit, punking all these politicians. It's that easy? That's all you got to do is talk shit and punk politicians? Fuck. I could do that. I could do that. Fuck yeah, I could do that. And that's what I'm going to do. Word. Talk mad shit and call out these politicians and these powerful people in our society, why shit ain't better. Because as a Christian nation that I hear motherfuckers say over and over and over again, this homeless situation is a load of shit. We can't live in a Christian nation based on the teachings of Jesus Christ than have all these fucking people living in the streets and nothing is done about it. That's it. Compassion. What the fuck? The richest country in the history of the planet, we got enough money to house people. That's it. We got enough money for everybody to have health care. That's it. It's that simple. Like hoarding all this wealth at the top is causing resentment. And we're finally, finally starting to see that shit. Finally starting to see that shit. Because 20 years ago, motherfuckers were not talking about the 1%. People weren't trying to hear about Medicare for all. In 2000, shit. It's all about George Bush. 9-11. Fear, fear, fear. We got to go to war, war, war. And by the way, that war is still going on right now. All that money is still being spent in Afghanistan right fucking now. And for what? You feel safer? All that money could have spent to house homeless people, to send kids to college. But nah, we're spending all this fucking money in Afghanistan, Iraq. How many goddamn bases we have? The military industrial complex is running this shit and they are killing us. They are killing us. Taking our resources is killing us. How much fucking longer are we going to take it? That's why we need to organize. That's why I'm here preaching what I'm fucking preaching. 
Yeah. Yeah, all that. It's going to be interviews. I'm going to be interviewing people in Long Beach. When I go back home to New York, I'm going to interview people in New York. So, once again, this is Flavor Fresh. It's the Flavor Fresh podcast. We're here live, January 30th, 2020, Long Beach, California. What the fuck is up? Yeah, we'll be talking mad hip-hop, too. I can't front. I love hip-hop. Griselda right now is killing it. There's still so much Sean Price out there. Fuck. Hip-hop is amazing right now, guys. Hip-hop is amazing right now. Igor, dope fucking album. Shit. YBN Corday, I fucks with that. Lots of good hip-hop out there right now. Yeah, so, all right, y'all. That's it. Signing off. Hit me up at flavorfresh at gmail.com. Flavorfresh at Instagram. Flavorfresh on Facebook. There's no O in flavor because, you know, slang and shit. So it's F-L-A-V-R-F-R-E-S-H. At all the Gmails, at all the internets and social medias. Yeah, social media. That's another thing we got to fuck with. You could catch me throwing barbs in social media. I try to stay off it, but it's addictive behavior, as we all know. And I try not to get too caught up in it. But in 2016, I was under that fucking social media spell. Shit posting, stirring it up. Try not tell people how fucking bad Trump was standing for Hillary, standing for the Dems and realizing why the fuck am I standing for those people who won't stand for me back? Yeah, that's it for now. I one.